when Han Solo lost the Rebellion's money gambling. The Rebels were in deep, deep trouble. They had just destroyed the Death Star, but they had suffered a huge loss at the Battle of Ragas Vass, where Vader single-handedly almost killed Luke and Leia. The Rebels needed to rebuild, and to do that they needed supplies. They sent Luke and Han Solo on a mission to get resources, but something went wrong. Solo decided that he might be able to double the Rebellion's money with a quick card game, and he lost it all. How did he lose it all? And why didn't Luke stop him? That's today's story. Despite the bright colors of the games, barroom lights, and alien skin colors, the atmosphere was anything but bright in this crime-ridden gambling hive. Staring down the table through a lens of cards and chips was Han Solo, smug as ever, as he faced off against a horde of enemy aliens in a high-stakes card game. It was time for his bet, and he raised his opponents by 2,000 credits. The high financial risk raised eyebrows. The other players subsequently informed him that if he was cheating, he would not make it out of the game in one piece. Coolly, Han reassured them he was playing fair. However, Luke didn't see it that way. In reality, Han was playing fast and loose with money entrusted for vital supplies for the rebellion. Though Luke warned him that this was wrong, Han was confident in the idea of doubling the rebellion's money, ensuring more supplies, but also a small finder's fee for himself. That was, of course, if he won. But he didn't. The two men ran out of the gambling den after Han bet more than he actually held, and the fellow gamblers pursued. Although Luke insisted they go back and reclaim their faction's funds, the danger was too great, and they both ran to the Falcon and sped off shortly thereafter. In the cockpit, the panic generated by the situation now flowed between both of them as the ship seared through the pink sky. But Han still tried to keep a small bit of relaxation, much to Luke's annoyance. Luke, in fact, hit back, noting the smuggler's gambling skills were not as great as his greed, and that he should have quit while he was ahead. Enraged, but still calm, Han mentioned that Luke couldn't talk about that until, like him, he had experienced a price on his head. It was slowly becoming clear that a lot of Luke's anger stemmed from his own personal insecurities. Having recently joined the Rebellion, he felt his membership was in jeopardy. Also, he did in fact have a price on his head, just like Han. In fact, it was a price to the tune of 60,000 credits. He made a lot of enemies in a short time fighting for good. After a while, the tense atmosphere of the cockpit suddenly dissipated. Now flying through the calmness of space, Luke and Han now had time to reflect, having escaped the danger of the planet below. Heh, don't worry, kid. The smuggler reassured the still young warrior that everything would be fine. After Luke suggested that Han sell him to the bounty hunters looking for them both in an effort to regain the money, Solo's mind kept working on plans to help them out of this jam. Having just told Luke not to worry, he's got it. There's always something somewhere in need of smuggling. As the two sped away, their future, and indeed the future of the Rebellion, was starting to become more and more uncertain. This blossoming friendship between the two unlikely friends would go on to benefit each of them in increasing ways. As by the end of the Galactic Civil War, of course, they wouldn't be just allies, but lifelong friends. If anything, these experiences now, coming thick and fast after a few weeks after the destruction of the Death Star, would do more to shape Luke's experience as a rebel fighter than progress his Jedi training.